0: For those of you unfamiliar with the Blue Mountains, you might not know that this area of New South Wales is just a hotbed of music, art, talent and festivals. Uh, if you've been around Katoomba, you have might have already been to the Ukulele Festival. You might know that the Blue Mountains Music Festival is just finished, but that's not the end. There is so much more coming up this year and it starts probably tonight, but on Saturday there's something very important happening. So tell us all about that. Meg Benson from Music Hunter is with us. G'day, Meg.
1: Hello, Bill. Thank me- you for having me.
0: Meg, I ran into you on the Friday night at the Blue Mountains Music Festival. You were postering in the main street. Tell us about what's happening on Saturday. What was those What were those posters all about?
1: Well, that's right. I was very enthusiastic uh, to share our festival information for Katoomba Live and Local that's happening this Saturday.
0: And live and local—I mean, that sort of gives you a bit of an introduction. That's live and local, but it's a bit more than that. It's a bit grassroots. It's a bit—it's a bit of introductory stuff. It's a bit of people getting out there for the first time. Is that a fair thing to say?
1: Um, yeah, to some extent, our program itself is a mixture of ex- of um, accomplished, experienced, seasoned. Musicians and also emerging fresh talent, and uh, 25% of our performers are under 25, and we also have uh, quite a strong about 12% uh, Aboriginal performers. We've got some multicultural performers with South American music, Mongolian throat singing slash uh, Turkish music, we've got Celtic, we've got jazz, we've got blues, we've got classical, we've got hip-hop, we've got electronic. Um, We have a lot of diversity here in the Blue Mountains, and yes, it is Live and Local. So Live and Local is a strategic initiative that we can't take the credit for, but it's something we jumped at because, for me, I was really happy to be a part of it because it's part of my values to um, create opportunities for musicians that are dignified, where um, in one day in Katoomba, 80 musicians are going to get paid Uh, $150 each for a 45-minute set. Obviously, some of them are in groups, so they're not all solo. Um, On top of that, we have community groups, larger ensembles, and um, some schools um, appearing as well. Got a bit of renter crowd there. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so basically we've got quite a good cross-section of our community performing this Saturday um, between 2 and 8 p.m. in the CBD of Katoomba, Katoomba Street. And uh, this, the Live and Local Initiative is something that uh, was funded by Create New South Wales and administered through the Live Music Office of New South Wales. And this initiative in Katoomber is led by council, and then their task was to engage with local music industry uh, movers and shakers, which is me, music hunter, um, the event organiser, curator, and co-publicist. So, yeah.
0: What you've done there, Meg, I just... Of all the interviews that I've ever done in my media life, what you've just done is, you've just answered about 10 questions that I had. That's no stretch. So what you've done is explained, we had about 10 minutes together on the 16th of March, and you just reeled off really quickly a whole bunch of words that went to the core of my being about inclusion, about diversity, about all those things, and the one thing which, if you don't know at the moment, there are musicians fainting as they listen to this because you've just told us that 80 performers are getting paid to perform at a half-to-one-day half, half to one day festival. That is quite remarkable. Exactly.
1: exactly. That's why it's so exciting. I mean, I think that's the reason I started organising events 10 years ago was to create dignified uh, opportunities for musicians that you know, some of them would find it hard to get a platform to play at if they they're not really going to want to be playing in a noisy pub. They do want an attentive audience. However, this um, uh, festival is kind of unique, and what I normally present is something where you know you might hear a pin drop, or I do those loud full body dancing and (laughs) full sound and, you know, um, in in some pubs, uh, and that's, you know, a different type of thing again. But what we're doing here at this festival is we're not just caring about the musicians, we're also caring about the local businesses and we're not doing a festival with street closures where, um, you know, and, and bringing in musicians from other areas. So all of these musicians, the local, at least... Um, at the very least, 50% of the band is local. In most cases, it's between 75% and 100%, depending on the number of people in band, I suppose. But um, So that's pretty cool. But what we are doing with the venues is we're also activating um, the economic impact of our town by... Having the concerts inside existing businesses and some of them non-traditional music venues such as galleries, cafes, um, we have three galleries. Um, as you mentioned, the Arts in the Blue Mountains, we're really proud of it and that was one of the reasons why we wanted them to be a part of it. Um, So yeah, we have cafes, we do have the Baroque Room, which is a traditional performance venue We do have the church hall um, called Junction 142, which um, we've got a capacity of about 150 people in there It's quite a nice one Um, And uh, Big Beach is our 100% deadly venue, um, which is right in the Civic Centre Arcade, um, a central part of the festival. Um, we have Auntie Jack's uh, which in the past it did have a bit of a history where they'd have a bit of groovy jazz and things like that but you know it's been a pancake place it's been a Korean place with these guys and and new, So it's going to be a really nice way to welcome them into the town. Um, so the, the galleries and, oh, we've even got one in a food co-op. We've got one in a tiny little cafe called Elephant Themes. We've just got one solo act there. Um, so it's really a chance to have a wander around Scitching the Street and uh, check out our little business area.
0: You've just hit so many nails on so many heads. Uh, the, the 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 big thing and what I've noticed is, since I've sort of cut some ties with pure folk festivals in the last few years is the fact that you mentioned Create New South Wales, you mentioned the council. I've, I've really been cheered in the last few years by seeing so many councils in my travels through Queensland, New South Wales and ACT, where they're wanting to engage with independent musicians, they're wanting to put a focus on business, and they're wanting to like you say get past that sort of fly in fly out uh, approach that some festivals have and it looks like you've got all of that in spades engagement with councils engagement with business and also promoting live local artists
1: yeah yeah and so, once again, this is um, the live and local model that was presented to us. And, in fact, the Live Music Office only administers this two councils. And this strategy was specifically made for uh, councils in the Western Sydney area mm. and regional areas of New South Wales. So, mostly Western Sydney plus regional of New South Wales. So, Mudgy, Orange, they've had theirs... Um, in think Hawkesbury, Camden, Parramatta. And in fact, if you guys have a little Google on YouTube, you might find uh, Parramatta live and local YouTube clip. Um, mm. You'll definitely be able to find one after ours. We're pretty proud of the number of musicians we've got. We've attracted a fair bit of attention from the funders and um, ministers. And uh, so they'll be rolling up in... Um, Impacts to our official opening and being official guests there because I think everyone's quite excited about. Let's just say we don't do anything in halves (laughs) up here, we already do music really well up here. We already have quite a few people that give a lot Mm. to keeping it going. There's three of us that are doing it pretty hardcore, and there's another. Probably three movers and shakers that do it occasionally, and um, something very unique is happening up here. And I think between us, we're creating an impact that is more important than whether we feel competitive in a small marketplace, and and the need for um, creating more opportunities for the large amount of professional, talented musicians um you know there is a need for it personally myself i can't meet all of that need even Mm. though uh, i would like to be seen as someone that's um you know i felt like i was really feeling a gap when i started it and um i got uh, uh limitless requests and i realized like it was a really big area so when other people came out to play and started adopting a similar model to what i was doing which was um Putting the right act in the right place and being an independent event host, not not attached to one single venue, um, and and that's quite a unique thing up here. And so there's a couple of other promoters that also do that really well. And you know what? I've um, Since they came on the scene, I haven't actually had less people coming to my events. So what I like is that um, together we're we're taking that that burden on. We weren't. Um, that we were going to get rich quick. I don't think any of us, um, you know, in this uh, area, but we decided to do it anyway. So they're doing it, yeah. And so it's, it's actually nice. Some of those um, promoters have been on the uh, festival committee and, um, and there's various other brilliant people, um, com, who's uh, helped with... Uh, Some data um, and data collection and some graphic design. Um, I've really enjoyed the collaboration in the sense of not being alone in being part of such a brilliant initiative. Um, When doing something that has so many good feelings and right ethics from the start, it's really easy to get cooperation from people around you if you've got you know, you're I, I don't put my hand up to help at things when I don't pay musicians. Um, it's like I might not get paid a lot in doing that, but I'm c- certainly not my hobby hmm. to start organising things where people don't get paid. So um, for me to be... To be involved in this and to experience how far that goodwill travels, that people are so excited that this many musicians are getting paid. And, you know, like we've got a a band with like Penny Dreadful, we've got a 14 year old drummer and 18 year old, uh, the oldest one's 18, and, you know, it's really cool. They're doing a 45 minute set, they're being paid $600, and it's encouraging for them.
0: What you've just explained is probably the basis meg for about three other interviews which we'll do separately because there's two words that you said and my little ears pricked up when you sped up your speech pattern when you said music hunter really quickly because oh. what you've done is explained your mu- your business model and you've moved yourself into the background, and I just think it's a mighty, mighty, mighty thing you're doing. But we're going to explore those and some other interviews a bit further down the track. For now, where can people find about Live and Local online?
1: Oh, absolutely. Good question. So we created a website, and it's katoomba.liveandlocal.com.au. From that website, you've got option to connect up with Facebook, Twitter and Instagram I think Um, Facebook page is probably the Most active one Mm -hmm. Um, We have already I think at this point, even though like the festival is on one day between 2 and 8 pm, so don't think it's night time or you'll miss it. <laughs> um, uh, having said that, if you do miss it, you can come to one of my events I'm running after that. Yes, I am crazy, but I already had that commitment before <laughs> I said yes to this festival. So I've got an amazing Gypsy Joseph performer down at the Clarendon. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. So we're <laughs> yeah, here you can. You to talk about tune the live and local.com.au and on there you can see beautiful venue slider of the wonderful galleries and cafes um, you can see a map of uh, which ones are where. You can also see a great long list of uh, photos describing the musicians that wasn't up uh, a few days ago. Uh, it's taken a bit to get it ready, but uh, the gazette is out today. You can find out about it in the Blue Mountains Gazette, and you can look it up online. Pretty sure it, they promised me it was going to be published. So I hope I'm not false advertising because I haven't looked at it yet. <laughs> and um, the website. So from there, go from there. Facebook. All you do is look up the Chamber and Local give it a search, um, do the hashtag thing if you want, and you'll see everything everyone does.
0: And I'm going to guess there's probably a radio station in there that's probably behind you as well.
1: Yes, well, yes, we've had um, we've had ads on the radio for the last month, and i just recorded two new ones um, yesterday morning, and they've already been on air just for the last bit of excitement, so people don't think it's the same old ad they've heard for the previous month. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty exciting. And And that radio
0: station is?
1: Oh, Radio Blue Mountains, 89.1 FM. And that is brilliant. And we've also given them a gold-plated invitation to have a fundraising barbecue at Junction 142. 142 conveniently is the number number they are in the street, so you won't lose them. (laughs) And they'll be doing uh, the barbecue there so you can meet some of the characters who bother to volunteer and um that's very convenient because that venue doesn't have a cafe and if the musos and volunteers um get hungry and then uh, that's very handy
0: so that's all happening on saturday the 7th of april at uh katoomba it's live and local Find it at Live and Local, Katoomba Live and uh, Look for Music Hunter. That's not in the Hunter Valley where I am at the moment. It's up in the Blue Mountains. So Music Hunter, yes. Live and Local Katoomba. It all happens on Saturday between two and eight. And then do stick around for the other events as ticketed events after that. Meg, thank you so much for talking with us tonight on Overheard FM and uh, have a fantastic festival.
1: Thank you very much, and maybe we'll see you. But if we don't, we'll see you next time.
0: You will do. Thanks, Meg.